All right. Ladies and gentlemen, today is November 3rd, 2019, and Reflections is a weekly episode. Actually, before I even get into that, if you're on the fucking visual right now watching this on video, um, you can see that I am rocking a hybrid bun right now. It is, I look like fucking Obi-Wan out here. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, yeah, it's intriguing. I'm not sure if I like it yet, but I'm just experimenting. And apparently I decided to experiment while I'm getting on camera. Also, my ears are fucking ringing like a motherfucker right now because I'm a dumbass. And I decided not to wear earplugs for Must Die in Space Laces last night in Toronto at Velvet Underground. And I can barely hear my, like, it's just so fucking loud, everything right now. That clap low-key hurt. Okay. So, Reflections is usually a weekly episode where I get on camera and reflect on my week and I talk about what I learned, how I grew, challenges I experienced, and a bunch of other random stuff. Basically just documenting my life in a given point in my history um, in a time span of a week. Right now, I'm experimenting with two weeks at a time. So I'm gonna be doing this past week and the week before that type of thing. So meaning, at this point I'm doing October 21st to November 3rd. And this is obviously 2019. So, anyways, let's get into today's episode, and I hope it's kick-ass, I hope it brings you a shit ton of value, and I hope it, uh, hope it goes well. What's been on my mind? Starbucks has been super on my mind, like, I just think about it way too fucking much, it just bleeds into fucking everything, it feels like, at this point. Um, I wish it would, I wish I could draw lines clearer in my life, but... For some reason, everything just bleeds into one another. I've also been thinking about girls a lot. Um, especially, like, it's just great to see certain people that think I'm attractive. It's just very fulfilling to me. So that's awesome and very top of mind. Uh, I've been thinking about, like, my age and how I'm not going to be 23 and young forever. And how this window eventually ends. Um, I've been also thinking about in this type of concept that... Um, it's like scary to get older, but at the same time, every day I'm building my foundation more and more so that I can have a successful rest of my life and say like, I'm also a little bit scared of like getting older in terms of like, I'm scared I'm going to lose my looks type of thing. Um, what I'm realizing though is like, even if I do lose my looks, I think that plastic surgery and that type of shit will eventually become like mainstay. So or not mainstay, but just like it will become more accepted if you will. Um, and that is a potential option and as well hair correction, which I fucking need right now, honestly. Um, um, I also been thinking a lot about like how I actually need to become successful with my startups, not startups, side hustles is what I was going after. So I need to craft a successful side hustle in order to leave my job inevitably, eventually, inevitably, it's going to happen at some point. It's just a matter of like when I make enough money, because I won't let myself leave until I actually start making money at Starbucks. At least that is the current current situation of it all. Um, and as much as I love Starbucks, like this is not going to be sustainable for forever. I can promise you that. I've been really thinking, rethinking my content strategy as well. Like there's just like so many rent. I feel like I've said this a million times in all my mind, but there are so many things that are top of mind for rethinking the way I'm going to be documenting in the future, how I want to approach things going forward. Right now, I'm just so focused on getting reflections caught up and then potentially punting like 20 fucking episodes or so of documentation pieces. So I might do it. 
I might. And then I might just post them as Throwback Thursdays. And then like, when I get caught up, what do I do? How am I gonna approach things differently this time? Should I focus some more on how to? Like this type of stuff. And like the answer is probably yes. Um, I'm still gonna be documenting and I'll probably just put out more. I'll just have more content around how to and notion and all this type of shit. And I don't know if I wanna be like an inspirational speaker or what the fuck I want to do. I don't even think I'm an inspirational speaker. I just think I have good perspectives and I would like to share those with the world as I apply them in my own life, that type of shit. Anyways, what were my favorite wins? I resumed gym finally uh, after my two week hiatus, which was good. And then that was awesome, by the way, like such a good fuck, especially Smith. My God, the Smith press worked fucking magical for me at that point. Um, and then I got sick. So I kind of just like did like one session earlier this week and then like Wednesday, I was like, nope, I'm... I need to heal the fuck up, not work out right now. I tweaked a literal metric ton of systems in Notion. Like, so many, I can't even name them all here. There must have been, like, 15 fucking systems I designed in these past few weeks. Um, yeah, or more, actually. And, yeah, there's just, like, been a lot of random Notion changes. Um, more implementation, more custom design in terms of, like, system design. Um, I mean, it was, yeah. And also like scrapping, combining a lot of systems and scrapping a lot of systems. Oh, spent uh, spent part of my time alone downtown in Montreal. That was actually I kind of did that last night in Toronto too, just less access, less on purpose. In Montreal, when I went, I was I knew I was gonna be showing up at like six forty five a.m., which is early as fuck, and no one was. I didn't expect anyone to pick me up, nor did I want anyone to pick me up that early. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just go to a Starbucks because I know there was one in the same area that I'm dropped off at. So I went to that and I just like sat there for, fuck, like four hours or whatever. And it was actually like awesome. Like I had a great time. Talked just one dude for like an hour or so. Um, that was so fucking sick. He was a really cool guy in the culinary world. Has a, yeah, he's going to do awesome things someday. And I think his name was Andreas, if I'm, except with a rolling R is what he told me. Andres. <laughs> Anyways, awesome guy. Awesome guy. It was really cool to just chat. Um, what else can I say? So that was cool doing these solo downtown in the middle of fucking French land, if you will. Um, also, people don't smile in Montreal for some reason. I don't know why. There was like literally four for a hundred I got as people walked in because I was sitting in a way where I could see everyone as I walked in. People just, yeah, they lacked, they lacked the smiles. That's for sure. Um, what else can I say? In the past week, I edited a, f a fair amount of reflections. Um, I also posted a couple episodes. And I'm just like slowly getting caught up on that. Uh, designed some more systems. Da, da, da. What else can I say? Obviously, did my normal shit at Starbucks hours wise. Um, had some kick ass non material source energy medicine sessions, especially last night as I was rolling on my way to Toronto. Um, and yeah. It was a good week. It's not like the most productive right now, but it's in it's in, it's headed in the right direction, which is all I want right now. It's just upward progress. What worked? Using a toga as a Halloween costume, but not even the over over the shoulder. So I just quit the over the shoulder for my Halloween costume, and I just ended up doing a bless you. I just ended up doing a sheet around me to everything. Um, around my waist and it was and I also had sandals and sandals somehow worked at a rave I was very surprised but they did work and it was actually like a hit so many people came up to me and they're like in French they're like great costume and then every time I'm like 
fucking someone translate for me because I have no idea what they're saying. So I was like, yo, yo, please translate to my one of my French friends. <laughs> uh, bless the West Island people. Using notion tasks as like a a way of being productive, quote unquote, while I was away on on vacay, quote unquote. Um, because I didn't have my laptop. So I was trying to be productive. So I was like designing systems and, and like outlining stuff and doing what I could because I mean, probably t- top task right now would be catching up on reflections, but didn't have my laptop, can't take the fucking box. So this is a good backup. Muscle testing for things I can't figure out. Like I've been using, yeah, I was using this last week. I was using this last night, though I got mom's, mom's, uh, third party muscle test last night. Um, because I was feeling like I'd probably be too attached and too in it. Um, but just like when I can't figure out something logically, it doesn't, and even like I'm skipping that step these days, I just want to muscle test and find out what quote unquote source thinks or what source feels about this type of decision and just asking better questions and getting more truth, if you will, because that's ultimately what I'm even after on this earth is just a shit ton of truth and at the highest level too. And also I did that with must die as well, like the must die in space places that I went to last night. Um, it was a no and a no. And then last second it changed to a yes. And I was like, I got mom to retest on the last second. Um, that ended up being a yes because I was like, something just changed within me that I feel like it's probably the right decision for me to go. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't like thinking it and not feeling it type of thing. So that was good to get uh, that third perspective. And it's constantly changing because the future is always changing. That's like a key thing with muscle testing. You can't muscle test the future because the future is in a constant state of change. Combining a shit ton of systems and notion and just really simplifying things. I don't wanna be so fucking attached to these perfect fucking systems right now. I wanna have, instead of five different things, um, so for example, like notes, um, could be, you could have mind dumps, you could have raw creation, you could have actual documents, you could have voice memos, and you could have um, a list of things, like meaning like a literal bullet list. Um, or you could combine them all in something called notes and just have a tag that says, this is the type and make it multi-select so that you can have like things that fall under both. So for example, if it's a, if it's a mind dump, or a brainstorm if you, and that's another option. It could be like a mind dump and a brainstorm and a raw work all at once if you do it within the same thing and it qualifies as all. Then when you're filtering out for one of those things, it'll pop up for each of those types of filters, if you will, if you're specifying by type. And that's super fucking useful uh, to keep things simple. Also, if something is incomplete, like meaning like if I don't tag it 100% correctly, just not caring. Like it just doesn't fucking matter if I have every tag correct. Like it's just life fucking goes on. Hacking away at the inessential, just true for everything. Like I'm trying to just hack away at things that do not matter and trying to simplify more. I really fucking want to read essentialism right now. And I just downloaded the audiobook. I just got to get to it. I'm just listening to podcasts right now, but uh, fascinating shit, man. I love I don't know. I just love fucking essentialism. It's so fucking interesting to me. Using free refills in Starbucks. Good fucking Lord. Like, I don't think people understand that if you have the mobile app, you can get brewed, brewed coffee, brewed tea, iced tea, cold brew, and something else that I'm missing right now. Um, it's amazing. I don't think people understand. It's just so fucking good. 
yelling a suggestion to Space Laces for what he should use in his countdown. He doesn't do like the one, two, three type of thing. Like I've heard him do A, B, C on the count of C type of thing. So I was like, E! And he fucking picked it up and ran with it. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> what did he say? Something like on the count of EA. And then he went EA Sports. Or everyone, I forget. It was either everyone went EA's, EA Sports and then he was, and in the game. And he said, EA Sports is in my ass. <laughs> He's such a fucking weird guy. But I fucking love him. <laughs> oh, Sober Moshpits fucking hilarious usually i do not do mosh pits sober um back in the day when i did m that was like a thing mosh pits were fun once in a while R last night though i was in a fucking rowdy mood and i just went for it mosh pits left right and center it was so much fun i enjoyed the hell out of it it was so strange but uh it was also so fucking wet with sweat my god it was disgusting there's footage of how gross my back is and it's just it's remarkable and in addition to mosh bits, just like making circles with people and like messing around with whoever's in general proximity. Drone was having so much fucking fun with me with this. We were just off doing our own thing half the time. Um, just him and I with like random strangers, whether that was like a headbang circle or just like general, just like laughing and having fun with whatever the fucking song was um, or a mosh. But it was just like, it's just so fun to have, have fun with strangers around you. And that was a really fucking fun crowd. Like, so, yeah, it was amazing. Loved it. Reviewing drink builds and what foods look like. Just refreshing all of the Starbucks basics has been very useful to me right now, especially for reviewing the things that I'm like questioning. Um, the weak links, if you will. So like food, there are so many things I can look at and be like, I have no idea what this is. So taking the time to like look through the Starbucks little app, it's amazing what that app will show you. It's fucking actually mental. Mm. Fasting when I get a chance to fast. It's just so fucking useful for brain power and getting shit done when I'm and I can fast for like two hours or three hours or whatever. I'm not doing the 16-8 shit right now. Um, but I'm just like down to just not eat for a little bit if I am feeling it. Or I can just let myself eat. There's no pressure on it right now but just whatever feels best. But if I am willing to fast, it is so fucking good for getting shit done. My God. Oh, and also using a supplement for focus and like brain power in addition to fasting, plus a little bit of coffee, A plus, A fucking plus. And related to that, eating eggs for breakfast. This is such a great before work food that, and I mean like literal Starbucks, because like I could sit here and eat tuna and no one would, I wouldn't have to breathe on anyone. But if I'm going to work um, at a Starbucks in a public place, I'm going to be breathing all over people. So I don't, not actually, but yes, they could potentially smell tuna all over me. So eating something like eggs and like maybe an egg sandwich, everything, very, very good for keeping the protein higher, um, getting a good tasting meal and not having this fucking disgusting smell that you would get from like tuna or some other food like that. Managing expectations well. I just feel like it did a good job of this. Like I told the Montreal crew that I wasn't going to see them for a long ass time. I told Jerome I was 90% sure, 10% not. I swapped to the 10%, then went back to the 90% last second. So just like making sure I'm leaving myself correct room and telling the fucking truth to people. Um, yeah, it's just smart to manage expectations. What didn't work and how can I improve it? 
Oh my god, sleeping on the bus for Megabus. That was fucking hell. Jesus Christ. I like that I didn't realize there was an incline. I also didn't have a neck pillow. Um, it was super uncomfy. I had way too big of earphones at the time. And this chick was fucking blasting beats beside me. So I just swapped it. The action rules are basically learn where the fuck the incline is. Know how to use it. Use it. And then get a neck pillow or something to lean on. And make sure you have headphones that are not going to be obstructing your sleep. Um, and then use them. And also have a very charged phone. Um, my mom, my mom, yes. And I did like a couple of those, but definitely did not have the neck pillow. Um, and the incline I figured out as time went on throughout the bus ride. It was fucking silly, man. I literally was upright trying to sleep. Probably more than upright. I was like a little bit over it. And I was just like, I like put my sweater over my, that actually kind of worked well. Putting the sweater over my myself so I was like warmer and I had my eyes covered and everything. It was, that was nice. Because there's like blue light for whatever reason over Megabus as if they don't have any idea what the fuck they're talking about in a 2019 world. Because blue keeps you up, motherfucker. Being underslept on a trip, yeah, like it just catches up to you. Like whether that's like a sickness or a stot. Because yeah, I think I I think I got another fucking style when I got home. Because I'm just like, I'm more vulnerable to health situations when I'm underslept. Just the fucking truth. So, what are my actionables here? Um, and also it affects my mood throughout the trip too. I like less and less patient as time goes on the more underslept i am the more underslept anyways um make nightly ritual go faster go to sleep before others wake up later just like give myself more permission to have deep sleep avoiding discussions and like topics that are very vulnerable for me and scare me a lot and there was just certain things I wanted to say to people that I just did not get around to, and I was just too fucking scared. Um, and I think the good actionable there is using like a commitment, meaning like, hey, I wanted to talk to you about something, let's talk about this soon. And it like leaves an open loop, generally speaking, if they have a good memory. If not, it just doesn't, which <laughs> did happen with one person. They just forgot completely. Um, yeah. But with certain people, it'll just get locked in their brain. They'll be like, okay, yo, I want to talk about it. What was it? What's up? And also like consciously forcing, not even forcing, but just like guiding myself towards that topic and then staying there. Like I told Jerome something last night where I was like, it worked because like I was able to tell him because I pushed into that conversation, um, into that area, if you will, um, just in a general sense. And then he ended up asking me something about it. I'm like, Yes, now is a good time to mention this. Focusing too short-term on my content, meaning like when I focus short-term on my content, I forget that this is not for tomorrow or next week or next month or even next year. It's for 10 years from now, 20 years like beyond, all the way up to, not even all the way up to, we're thinking in like 100, 200, 300 years type of terms. And like, as soon as I start to enter that mindset, even thinking about that right now, I feel like much more okay with pointing, putting out shit that scares the fuck out of me to put out because it's for the greater long-term benefit beyond me. It's beyond myself because I'll be fucking, I might be dead by that point. So we'll see how the way, um, timelines age with, um, lifespans, if you will. But anyways, the whole point being, 
I've got to focus on that because if I start focusing too short term, I start to stop myself from putting out, I start to hold back, I start to value people's opinions too much and let them dictate my content instead of me dictating my own content and what I actually want to do, what I actually want to talk about. Um, and I start to like conform to the crowd of idiots, if you will. And I don't mean like you're an idiot if you don't want me to put out content, but um, you clearly do not understand what the hell is going on here. Mm. Not listening enough to like audios and audio books while I'm away and podcasts and that type of jazz. I need that shit in my ear. I sp- the more I'm with people, the more I need it because um, it tests my patience when I'm with enough people for long enough. And people rely on me. And I, I also rely on other people like Gary and Andy and like, and Tim and like Ryan Holiday and like these types of dudes that have this positive message in my ear. And like, that's a huge reason why I'm so optimistic on a daily basis is because I have all this optimism being shouted in my ear. I really don't have a fucking choice, but to be more optimistic in nature. Not voicing my true opinion on something um, because I wasn't asked. It's tough because I'm like, should I ask, should I give my opinion or should I just wait until I'm asked? And like, there's there's good points for both. I'm just not sure what I should be doing. But uh, this one time, uh, my friend was like, basically rationalizing that partying was networking, and I'm like, oh my god. I think I unfortunately did not have the time to circle back and and be like bro what are you saying right now like you're literally just rationalizing your procrastinate procrastination that is pure resistance at its core form um it just is it's not fucking networking if you're out getting shit faced it just isn't it's just uh it's just wasting time if in a business sense if you really want to think about it um anyways i want to be like more truthful with people but equally what is my correct place? For example, another and a customer was like saying something about taking meds and I'm like, and it's just saying I'm doing so much better. I'm like, oh my God, but you're only doing better because you are masking the pain that you should be experiencing. It's not there for fucking shits and giggles, the pain. It's there to teach you. It's there to, it's feedback because you're doing something incorrectly. It's, that's the problem with fucking medication. It's just numbing whatever you should be looking at and examining and then actually tackling the root cause instead of putting a fucking band-aid on an empty gaslight waiting for coffee and caffeine in the morning like i just don't have the fucking energy to wait for a tea bag to heat up like brew is it brew no it's steep (laughs) i should know this anyways for the tea to steep or the coffee to brew i just don't i'm just i'm fucking impatient so i want to try out instant instead and see how that goes my lips are insanely fucking chapped right now, so action wolves could be get new chapstick that is better than your fucking Burt's Bees over here. Love Burt's, and at the same time, it's not good for your lips, I don't think. So, because it makes mine super chapped. Anyways, and then start wearing royal jelly at night, um, and in, in addition to the getting new chapstick, which is like, I forget what it's called. Anyways, whatever I used to have, and I lost it, but it was fucking amazing. Wearing no earplugs. This happened at Tony's show, and it was like fine because it wasn't insanely loud. But at Velvet, it was a real challenge. I'm still experiencing the fucking 
effects of this because my ears are right now still to this day, still to this moment. Um, yeah, I just, I just need to get like either get a case or like add it to my checklist of things I need to do on my, before I go to a show or a festival or whatever, but I can't fucking forget those again. That's three in a row. This one was fucking deadly. It might have been enough pain. Um, I'm grateful that Tony's, there was like, we were far enough back and it was like a big enough venue that it didn't like destroy my ears, but this was fucking loud last night. My God. Bad posture right now. I slouch for some odd reason when I'm in Starbucks to try to make it seem like I am working on something. Like I'm still working on something. I just try to like do things um, to almost like appease customers as if their opinion of what I'm doing actually matters at all. It doesn't. All that matters is me giving them exactly um, what they asked for and delivering them a kick-ass fucking product. It doesn't matter if I'm looking like I'm not doing something. I'm fucking doing something. I'm not just sitting there on fucking bar and, and uh, fucking shit up. I'm obviously doing something if there's a cue. Um, so I end up just like slouching for some odd reason to try to like make it seem like I'm doing something. I don't need to do that. I can just like detach from the customer's expectation and also do things like to revert, to get completely counteract it. Like, yay. Oh, like behind. Yeah. And that feels good. And then things like Cobra or like a bridge, a full bridge, things like that are just really helpful for counteracting that. Talking too much about myself, just true right now, not talking enough about other people, not asking enough good questions. So when I find myself talking too much about more, I can just start to reverse the question. So like, what do they ask me? How can I flip around and start talking about them more and then lead them in a rabbit hole of their own self? Because I don't always want to talk about myself as much as I am liking that right now, but it's not the gra the greatest for conversational skill. Playing people's games, like I'm just so fucking fed up of with people and their games and just boring manipulation tactics, tactics rather. Um, yeah, so it's just like, it's just a good idea to start ignoring things and also when I'm being reactive, that also doesn't work. So just being neutral, being calm, laughing at their frame, laughing at their game, and like just doing you. Like you don't need to play into whatever bullshit they're spewing and coming up with. It just doesn't matter. It's whimsical. It's fucking pixie dust. Caring too much about staying in certain realms of conversation when I'm talking with certain people. It really sucks. I don't want to have to place like walls on the conversation, but I want to go beyond and I want to like care less about the content and more about the context. Like I remember talking with this one girl, I'm like, fuck, I actually wish I could talk about more interesting things right now. And like, I want to have more of a, an interesting discussion with her. I just don't know what the fuck to talk about. Anyway, so like removing that type of thought and just being like anything works is very useful. And just like not staying inside those confined walls that we create for ourselves in conversation and just in life in general. It's just much more fulfilling when we're leaving that interaction because we're walking away having had a, a, a fascinating, um, what's the word, conversation or like interaction. There we go. It was just like a, an entertaining, enjoyable and interactive and uh, interesting conversation and interaction.
what were my biggest lessons? Starbucks family is real wherever the fuck you go. Um, it's just really cool, man. People are just so fucking chill with other partners. I don't know if it's a front or if they're just generally chill, like, yo, we're all in this together type of shit because we have to, <laughs> we deal with a ton of BS, but at the same time, it's just like, I feel like we all have each other's backs for some reason. It's really cool. Anyways, I noticed this when I went to Montreal. There was a just a ton of people who didn't smile, but the people behind the counter were like, seemed actually genuinely good. Um, but again, that could be complete front. Um, but overall, like David, um, the other guys that were there, and girls as well. Um, but it was just like, I felt very welcome when I was in the Montreal version of that. And then when I went to a Toronto, the Toronto one by by Velvet yesterday, they were also super chill. Uh, even though I came in with four minutes to close and I felt so bad, but they were chill about things. And uh, yeah. Hmm. Imitation and like mockery is the lowest form of humor. Sorry, you know who I'm talking about if you're, if you're listening to this. And uh, I love you so much, but like, why are we sitting there mocking? It's just boring to me. Um, I love so much more humor that lifts people up and like doesn't put people down, even if it's all in fun and games. It's just weak humor if you're having to put people down. Um, I really just prefer humor that lifts people up. And some of the, one of the funniest dudes I know, um, does not bring anyone down in his humor. He only lifts people up. And I fucking love it. Shout out Will. Anyways, the context, by the way, is like, um, one of my friends was mocking the way he just, he's doing it out of love. I know this, but it's just fucking annoying. I love you, man. But still, why the fuck are we mocking this much? It's just over the top. So I get, I get that it's funny once in a while, but to be, have like just over the top mocking, it just loses its value. So I'll just, I'll just start to ignore you if you keep doing that. But, uh, yeah. And I suggest that if you do have some sort of humor like that, whoever's watching this, Focus on finding humor styles that bring people up because it's just a better a better way of making people laugh, bringing people up rather than pulling people down. If you have a laptop or a phone and you have a Starbucks card, you're fucking primed to just work there all day. I did not realize that free refills were a thing until like probably three weeks ago type of thing. And if you have the Starbucks app, you can get... Uh, you can scan it, pay with the app, and then come back for free refills on whatever, basically. Um, it's going to be things like brewed coffee, uh, brewed tea, cold tea, like mixed teas, if you will, um, or iced teas, I think they're actually called, um, cold brew, and I feel like there's another thing. But uh, these types of things you can have throughout the rest of your day. I think you just have to stay within the same size bracket, but fuck, man, it is beautiful, and what else can I say there? So if you have that situation, you're able to sit in a Starbucks all fucking day and just get shit done. A lot of people don't do this. There's only like a handful of people I know who actually do it. Um, for example, Marquise, he doesn't stay there all day, but he, he stays there for a fair amount of time. Looks like he's being very productive. He gets like three refills and he's basically getting like three coffees for the price of one or three teas for the reservoir or whatever the fuck he does that day. He usually mixes up. I think he starts out with like coffee and then finishes with like a non-caffeine or non-caffeinated tea later on. But 
just man, it, it worked so fucking well for me in Montreal and I could have stayed there literally all day, especially if I had my laptop, especially. But yeah, also key thing there, cold brew refills. I feel like this is our best kept secret. Cold brew you can get as a refill. I don't understand how, but you fucking can and it's amazing. When you are open to talking, it will be apparent in your energy field. So the amount of people that have, or that came out to me in, um, on my Montreal trip was bananas. Like I had people talking to me um, before we got on the mega bus. A girl was talking to me for a good 15 minutes, everything. Um, the, the, the uh, what's his name? Andre, Andre, Andreas, Andreas. So I talked to him for almost an hour in Montreal. Um, the amount of people that came out to me at the, at the Montreal show and were speaking in French to me, it was just like extra apparent and extra, extra hit home because I couldn't say anything back. But like, there were so many people trying to talk to me. It was insane. And I was like getting my French people like, please translate. I don't know what they're saying, but it was just very apparent. And that com that doesn't come from just like randomness that comes from an energy field and an openness and a willingness to, to talk about certain things. Yeah, it's just fucking fascinating, man. And like the key thing there is I've gotten very comfortable talking about all this stuff because of things like Starbucks um, and just like obviously work on myself as well. But just like being forced to talk to people um, in a customer customer support, customer service type of, type of situation has gotten me quite comfortable with talking everywhere. I also feel like at any given point I can hit the bar at any place right now, not even hit the bar. I mean, literally like a Starbucks bar. I mean, like jump behind the counter and like help. And I also, what else was I about to say there? I feel like I am constantly in customer service mode. Um, whenever I'm at a Starbucks, I'm like, who, how can I help? Da, 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 da. Even when I'm on break, I still like I'm in Starbucks mode. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, but that's a side note, completely unrelated. Oh, also people are great. I fucking love people. Reserving your spot on the bus is not necessary. Like you can have a seat at the front, but it doesn't really mean much. And if you place your bag beside you and just like get whatever seat you're looking for, people think that it's fucking reserved and then you're saving it for someone. So if it's not a packed time, like it's a Thursday red eye or a Friday or a Saturday, um, midday drive home type of thing, not midday, maybe like a 4 PM, 6 PM type of shit. There's not going to be many people on the bus and you do not need to reserve and you can save the extra dollar, two, three, four, five, ten, everything, and just get a seat somewhere else. It just doesn't matter that much. Expired shots are fucking disgusting. Not much to say there. They die after 10 seconds. I fucking get it now. It all makes sense. Um, drink that shit fast because it tastes bad. Yeah, <laughs> I was forced to do it um, in a training and... I'm glad I did because now I'm like, I do not want to serve people any fucking expired shots. It's just gross. So it's a priority now. Pay attention to who's in your floor and just accommodate where you can. Like, it's not worth always fighting fucking battles just because you want it to be your way. Sometimes it's just easier to just accommodate. So pay attention to who you're working with. Um, adapt. Um, not saying that they, the other person needs to run things completely, but just be cautious of their interests, their, um, the way they like things done, that type of stuff. And it just makes it for a much better work environment. When you're solo flooring, you can work in cycles of one or two customers 
before you should probably switch to the to the next roll. So jumping between till and jumping between uh, bar and also oven. I mean, hopefully you don't have to do oven if you're solo flooring, but bar and till and um, and it's also just very useful to keep track of things like how many time or how long your shots take, how long your milk takes. Um, forgetting names would be sometimes useful. Um, and not saying you should forget names. I mean, skip the process of getting a name because you know who the fuck they are if you're, if there's like one or two people type of thing. And you just, it's all about just speed in that type of situation. And of course you can call someone if need be. But if you're literally stuck by yourself and doing this, just try to work in one and two and then go as fast as you can back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Or you can do the two people, um, or two different customers at the time and, uh, and then jump over to the bar. But there's just a bunch of different ways of doing it. Just find out what works for you and you'll figure out the fuck out. Sometimes it's just better to just smile and head nod, even if you disagree with what the fuck is being said. Or alternatively, you can just ignore the conversation straight up if you're busy doing something else. So there are certain opinions that I just disagree with fundamentally um, that have been voiced to me recently that I just don't really care. I just don't... Um, I know that I... There's nothing that I can really say. Like the person is set in their ways and I just got to let them do them. Um, what I can do though is just focus on while I'm being like criticized for every little fucking thing that actually doesn't matter that much. I can just go and do what the fuck I'm supposed to do because I'm focused on getting things done fast at Starbucks as or as fast as I can right now. I'm still fucking slow at a lot of things, but I'm new. So... I'll give myself that, though honestly, between you and us, which is whoever's watching this, um, I'm not sure if I'm ever gonna get fast because I'm just not really like a fast worker in general. So we'll see, but I feel like I'm getting faster in general. I just don't know if I'm gonna end up being fast, fast at Starbucks. So yeah, the another point to this, by the way, was that it's not worth sharing your POV back or even having a discussion sometimes because the person might just be so set in their ways that they will not hear you. And it will just further the conversation, which is what you don't want in certain situations. You just want them to stop talking so you can focus on serving. <laughs> taboo stuff eventually becomes not taboo. Um, was listening to Gary talk about like how taboo online dating was, how boob jobs were taboo for a while, like things like this and how you're saying like, hair transplant will eventually become non-taboo, especially when things raise in quality. Meaning like these things eventually, they might start out like weird and strange, but eventually they become just more accepted. So with online dating, um, it was strange at first and then the products improved the quality of um, online shop or online shopping. I mean, online shopping too, but online dating improved. Um, and these like, these stigmas get removed over time. Um, and same is true with the, with boob jobs, they just keep getting better and better and more realistic. And I think that same rule, and he was mentioning how like hair transplants will probably be very similar to this and they'll eventually be accepted, which I might need. So it could be useful. And I'm hoping that it would be the case. Ideally though, I just fix it before I get there. But I just want to fucking fix my hairline, man. It's not so great. It is not so great. My non-niche probably will not find my content. Long form, that is. So the okay, so I'm putting out like hour-ish types of content right now. 
it's like it's a long it's a long journey that's like half of a movie um in some cases it's not short it's not supposed to be short reflections especially are supposed to be long as fucking shit um the great thing about long content is it keeps people away and i literally realized this as i was writing one of my challenges in notion as i was reflecting on my week and i was like oh my god i uh I'm actually kind of safe, quote unquote, because the people who are going to look for, like, I just don't want like every single random person in my, in the world to just be like finding all these, all these things throughout my content that I just don't want them to hear. Um, at least right now, it'll get easier as time goes on for everyone to hear every single thing basically. But right now I'm like, fuck, I don't want everyone to hear everything, but I realized because people's attention spans are so low, they will not fucking click at all on a one hour video or a one hour podcast. I mean, they might, but the odds of them sticking around to hear it are just so fucking slim. And again, there is a possibility that some person goes and like figures everything out and like takes something out of context. That could happen. I mean, it probably will happen eventually. And then I'll have to do some explaining. That's fine. But the reality is it's, I am, I can hide things in here for the time being that are more vulnerable in nature, more scary for me to talk about, and they'll eventually be easier to talk about, but uh, it's just cool that I can hide them in for the time being, and things like challenges, for example. That's my secret weapon of talking about scary shit. What challenges did I experience? I've been in like a solid amount of physical pain or like weak health at some points in the past few weeks. It's been like, I've had a cold, I had a sty, uh, my body was aching hardcore from returning to working out. Um, my voice, I lost it multiple times. It really hurt to yell after the storm, holy shit. Especially because like, I feel like every time we were in Tony's house, there was like music blaring. So I still had to yell then. And like, it was just tough. Um, yeah, great gym though. Great gym pump. I enjoyed I start getting like literally scared when a girl starts hitting on me. It's the strangest fucking thing. Like there was this girl in the mega bus that I, she talked to me and she was like kind of hitting on me in line and probably like a good 15 years older than me. But I mean, I don't know. I just started getting scared. My body language like shuts, shuts down. I like get awkward and uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I just like, yeah. There's just a lot of fear around that. Um, there's like, yeah, and, and also like, just caring too much about conversation, caring too much about the topic at hand, like the content rather than the context. Um, there's a lot of shit like that, man. I just don't know what to do. Oh, I worked during that cold for, uh, near the end of the cold. Holy fuck, that was tough. But uh, one step at a time, one like, chunk at a time and I got there. It's always the way to get through long shifts if you're not like feeling it, just 50, 10, 15 minutes at a time, five minutes at a time. I mean, and then eventually those add up to like, okay, how long until my next break type of thing? Like meaning you can do like a 20 or two hour, it's two hours basically for us forever. Every break is, every two hours you're supposed to get a break essentially. And uh, yeah, that's just, that's helpful for me for getting through those tough shifts. Though that shift was not that tough, so grateful for that. I tried a bun, as you can see, or a hybrid bun, and my hairline is just looking rough. 
Like I'm not, I'm not feeling it too much. Um, I wish it would fix itself. Uh, I'll figure out something or I'll just rock it. It's not the end of the world. I did send it to two people just to see what their feedback or what their opinion was. And like, it's not like the end of the world by any means, but it's just not the greatest. <laughs> it's also another test of like, does this fucking matter? The answer is absolutely not. Does not fucking matter at all. Ah, shenanigans with uh, shift supervisors. So like one of them does not even like me. Um, that's that's pretty clear. Um, but it's not just like me specifically. Apparently she just doesn't like people at first in general. Um, so that's a little bit annoying because I had to like deal with her sass in certain situations. But she is getting a lot better. I'll give her that. And then another shift manager or shift supervisor just like just planning so many fucking games. It's just so boring it's also so unattractive my god i low-key like don't want people to find my content right now i have so much transparent shit out there and i'm just like i kind of just don't want people to find like i don't want regulars to find it i don't want my coworkers to find it i kind of want to just keep it all unwrapped and like it's fulfilling knowing that if people have low attention spans they're probably not going to get there like, they probably won't hit that type of area and they won't be like, ooh, let's click on this 60-minute thing. Um, but yeah, I also, like, never talk about it. Never talk about my content, really, with unless people bring it up. Um, I try not to even share it on Facebook right now. I'm just trying to keep everything, like, much more private in nature because, I don't know, my journey just seems so fucking weird right now. I feel like I'm taking a super detour and I feel like I don't need to share every single thing right now with the entire world i don't know there's a lot going on in my mind right with that but that's like the general general thing right there right now where did i grow the most talking with so many people um what can i say here when i went to montreal for example it was just like there were so many fucking conversations it was insane and it was so with a ton of random people too not just with people i knew um, but even with people I knew as well, like there was just so many, so much talking going on. I still talk so much, especially in my job. Um, fuck man. There's just like a lot of talking going on and especially like that thing I was talking about with like the energy field and how like, I'm like open to talking. So many people come up and talk to me. It's fucking insane. Um, girls, um, that session I did on myself was fucking mental. So good. Um, the way girls were looking at me at, holy shit, the way girls were looking at me at, what do you call it, at the Storm 4 was, like, insane. I feel like girls at Dove's type events just very, very early, okay, actually, I feel like they're more open to me in Montreal than they are in Toronto. That's an interesting insight. Anyways, but they were looking at me so seductively in Montreal, it was fucked. Um... Many came up and complimented me on my costume, which wasn't even a costume, really. Um, and they, they were just loving how much I was having fun. It was really cool. And then also, energetically around women, like meaning like I told Jerome about my challenge with girls, um, and I wouldn't have done that probably before. So that was key. Also received some good feedback later on that night, in many ways, many many ways. Also, Laval girls, shout out. Uh, confronting my manager about like I was getting low hours in one week. I literally was down to 11 hours in two weeks from now. I'm like, 
hey, um, I know I'm low on the totem pole. She's like, oh, no, you're not. You're not low on the totem pole. I didn't. And then she was like, apologize. She just super did not mean to um, put me at 11 hours. But she was just like grateful that I ended up coming to her and talking about that. And then she tried to immediately fix it. She like upped my hours a little bit where she could. And then I just don't think she'll make the same mistake. And uh, I'll probably pick up some shifts elsewhere. And yeah, we'll see how things go with that disinterest in trying to explain my long-term vision or my plan for life or anything like that. Like, I just don't give a shit if I look like a loser right now. The amount of times people will ask me, is this your only job? Are you here like full time? Like basically trying to find out what is, what is Josh beyond Starbucks? Like, are you going to school? Are you, do you have another job? Um, that type of thing. And I'm like, nope, like this is it. I just try to like, just basically end it there and not give them anything else. And I'm fine with that because I'm okay with looking like a fucking loser and looking like the underdog at the national anthem level, if you will. We're so early in the game and I don't even feel like explaining this to anyone right now. I kind of just feel like I'm keeping it on wraps, the world's best kept secret, best kept secret at rather. And, uh, yeah, people will figure out eventually what the fuck I'm, I'm actually up to, but I'm just okay with embracing, um, being this Starbucks guy right now. And like, people think that's all I am until they don't, <laughs> uh, where else did I grow? Customer support. I told Michelle that I don't want, or I don't like customer support and it's probably my weakest thing. So she keeps throwing me on it. <laughs> Um, which is way better for, for my long-term growth. But I'm just like, oh my God, I don't want to. I mean, I felt that way about bar for a while too. So actually every position really. Um, but it gets easier. It gets easier. So I'm grateful that she is doing that despite I'm like, despite me not wanting to whatsoever. It's for the betterment of my role as a barista. By the way, Michelle is doing such a fucking good job with my training. I love you so much. Thank you so fucking much for all of your help. I can't thank you enough. You're such a fucking gangster. Loving the chaos. I, um, on bar, I'm just like becoming much more like Mitch in the sense that he thrives on chaos. And, uh, I am channeling my inner Mitch more and more as time goes on and just enjoying the chaos, laughing at it, having fun with it. Um, I don't need to stress out. I enjoy the challenge of making a drink super fucking fast that's rewarding to me um what else can i say yeah i'm just laughing at the face of danger i'm laughing in the face of danger and i look either like a huge winner or a huge psychopath and you can determine what that is for you but uh yeah it's going great like beverage sequencing progressing on that my speed is increasing my quality of drinks my whipped cream oh, so fucking good um my knowledge and drinks. There's a lot of things that are just making it easier to embrace this type of chaos right now. What am I obsessed with right now? Rhythm that kind of sounds like phone beeps. I don't know how to explain this properly, but there's like a certain specific sound within rhythm that just does sound like a phone, a phone beep. And like, it just sounds good. Like there's one song that Mastodon has that the second bit sounds like this. I can't give you any examples. Maybe I'll throw one up in the description type of thing, but 
It's fucking delicious. Also, Versa, welcome back. I fucking love that song. I was so glad to hear it live. Um, fuck. That was beautiful. And Tony Set. My God. Tony Set was fucking mental. Um, I'm obsessed with the so many doubles that he created, but especially I love this like second song tease that he did with uh Centipede into Serpents. It's so fucking good. It threw me off so much live. It was amazing. I just really love rhythm right now. I'm just obsessed with, uh, and like Ganon, for example. I love Ganon. Ganon's EP was fucked. I love it. It just came out last Sunday, or last Monday, rather. And um, I like every song. Didn't didn't foresee that a couple months ago, that's for sure. Um, of course, I'm obsessed with doubles. Tony had so many fucking doubles. It was wicked. And... I'm also obsessed with caramel apple spice. That's my current like favorite drink at Starbucks. It's a fucking plus, and I don't have to get caffeinated from it. I just get a sugar rush after. And I'm also obsessed with the idea of getting a website. I keep seeing websites everywhere, and I'm like, wow, I really want a website right now. But I'm like, should I put in the time? Probably not. So I don't. But I really fucking want one. So we'll get there soon. It's just a matter of like what's a priority and what's not right now. Also mosh pits i fucking love mosh pits right now i don't know why yesterday's show was so fucking rowdy it was awesome i loved it there were so many pits there was so much chaos no pun intended it was just incredible um what else can i say there man i just enjoyed the hell out of it i had a ton of fun i entered way too many mosh pits literally like i used to hate mosh pits so much but right like right now in the right environment i'm so fucking down to get in if there's no like actual douchebags meaning like they're gonna get you up they're not gonna be like trying to hurt you type of thing i'm super fucking down also it's better apparently i'm noticing i'm not this might not be accurate but in the moment i'm feeling like it's better to mosh when you have clothes on rather than just shorts which is what i usually have and it's like harder to do that anyways I love sober mosh pits. Um, I used to only do them when I was on M, but I don't do M anymore. Haven't done in like year and a half. Is it year and a half? No, it's a year and two months, I think. Il Sonic 2018 was the last time I took any M. Anyways, fuck drugs. All right, Reflection 67 in the books. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm enjoying this format. I just have to figure out a better way of getting the data into this because I had to do so much filtering before like it's it's complicated the way I'm doing this I have like two tabs open jumping between the two trying to figure out how much time I'm spending on each section what deserves more time what doesn't trying to manipulate a bunch of things at once it's a lot more complicated than you might think but we get there we get there anyways thank you so much for watching and listening i'm hoping these are coming out well i haven't started editing them yet in terms of like the bi-weekly approach and I'm hoping this is working. This is, I think, the second time I've done this. And I, for the time being, I think I'm going to continue doing this. It's seeming like I might even move it to monthly. We'll see. I don't know. Anyways, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you liked this enough, and sorry, I don't even give a shit if you liked it. What I care about is if you got value from it, whether it was painful truth or just like entertainment. I don't, whatever it is, okay? If you got enough value, subscribe like this, like literally press like, comment, and share with a friend who you think you all could, who could also get value. I can't speak apparently. Anyways, 
Hope you have a good rest of your day. I am praying that my ears will stop ringing soon because it's so fucking loud and I'm not going to be able to hear customers tonight. So there's that. Without further ado, I appreciate you watching and listening. This has been Reflections 67. My name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later. Thank <laughs> you.